Welcome to Go For Side Effects, everybody. I'm your host, Kevin Simon. Tonight is uh, going to be a different, I guess, scenario for the show. And everybody knows my great-looking co-host, John. John, how you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. Thanks. All right. So we're going to go with a different pattern for tonight because this is a story about what happened with the VA and myself. And this is not going to be probably the easiest story. I might shed some tears. I may not. I just don't know yet. But everybody out there deals with, you know, some type of depression at one time or another, or they deal with getting the medicines from the VA. Well, let me tell you, this show tonight is for every veteran and every person out there about medications. John, have you ever dealt with the VA and getting your prescriptions late or anything like that? Yep, absolutely. I just ran into that very problem within the last month. Um, and from because of a previous issue with the same problem, I got on my healthy vet, said, hey, here's the deal. I, I'm asking for my meds a little earlier. And it was explained to me that some meds come from one facility. And in my case, pain meds come from a different facility. And so I asked for them a little earlier. Because on the bottle, it said, order your meds two weeks prior. But I'm, a, I'm going to, I'm not saying my provider's this way. Um, she's pretty good. And I got my meds in relatively short order. But when the date when you need to reorder them happens to fall on a weekend or holiday, whatever the case is, it's going to take you longer. And if they're coming from different states, because this might be a pain med, this is a different med, they come from different locations, and it goes a long way around, it takes you longer. And if you need something and need it quick, you got to, it, it's frustrating, in my case, that I just had to wait a little longer the initial time. Second time, it was, it was better. Oh, and then the other thing is, if you're getting pain med by mail, you got to sign for them. And if you're not oh, home to sign for them, if you get if you get pain meds in the mail and you're not home to sign for them, guess what? You get a little sticker on your door and say that you got to go to the post office to sign for it. Well, but then I went on United States Postal Service and did this little thing where, you know, well, here's my signature. But that didn't work last time. And I'm like, ah. So, yeah, there's definitely flaws in the system, um, especially when you're in small town Iowa and you got different mayor carriers because everybody in this world is short staffed with people now. So, well, well, let me tell everybody the story. John knows it and John helped me through it. And I'm going to tell everybody the exact truth of exactly what happened and how I was able to overcome committing suicide. Three weeks ago, I, um, went into the hospital, downtown Houston. And if it wasn't for very special people in my life, and I, I'm gonna give the biggest kudos to my wife. Out of everybody out there, my wife Dawn deserves 110% complete, you know, thanks for everything she did to help me through this. If it wasn't for my wife, I don't think I would have made it. My mom and my dad also, 
you know, they they helped me through it. My dad noticed the problem. Um, so let's just go through the story. So on the 24th of February, uh, was it February? Yeah, February. Um, I got two prescriptions in the mail, and both of them were for naproxen. And I was like, what the hell? And then the next day, I got uh, uh, pregabalin in, which is Larica. But I never received the uh, veloxifen, which is a depression medicine that is mixed with pregabalin, and it helps with my nerve pain. But what I, to let everybody know before that, I was on some Balta that was mixed with the pregabalin, and it worked. I mean, my feet felt good, everything. The doctor decided we're going to change it. Let's just change up your own medications. So they moved me up to 600 milligrams of um, Lyrica. And then I don't even know doses of my Veloxifen. But so when they did that, they slowly took me off of Cymbalta and they moved me on to this. And I hope I'm saying it right for all you people in the nursing field or anything. But let me tell you, this is how the story begins. When I did not get it, I realized, well, two naproxens, they didn't send it, me that medicine. So I immediately did the smart thing. I contacted my doctor. I told my doctor, and I have word for word on my phone, everything that, that happened. And we're going to go through it, John, me and you. And yeah. you're going to tell me how messed up this story gets because this story is about to get really messed up there, buddy. So I wrote, I'm not sure what happened. I received two naproxen, uh, naproxens and I never received my naflexin, uh, venaflexin, however you say it. Uh, it was supposed to be refilled. I clicked on it. I did everything I was supposed to do and it actually showed that I clicked on it, but the date jumped up a month. And hmm. I looked at it, and on your My Healthy Vet, which everybody can see on My Healthy Vet, it literally tells you if, how to track your medicine and everything. So I looked through it, and I noticed it wasn't there. This is the response I get. This is my primary care. And I don't know if any veterans out there or anybody have ever dealt with what I'm about to say. I get, I have alerted your neurologist. They should be contacting you soon. Two days later, my neurologist sends me, Mr. Simon, I'm sorry to hear that you're out of veloxifen. I'm not sure what happened, but the computer list that the veloxifen fill date was 124.23. I did renew the medication for a three additional refills and it shouldn't run, run out. You may need to recontact your VA pharmacy or verify that your mailing address is correct. Now, what the hell do I need to verify my mailing address? But I did it exactly what I told the doctor. So I sent them back. Look, they accidentally sent me the wrong medication. I talked to them. They asked you to send me a small dose of medication until to Walgreens until they send it. I even told them, hey, I don't even mind paying for it. I, I mean, that's why I told them. 
I left my phone number. Please give me a call. The next day, I get, good morning. When and when I looked at your medication, this is for my primary now. Not the neurologist, just sent me the last one. Good morning. When I looked at your medication list, your medication is already ordered by the neurologist and be picked up on 2-4. Please let me know if you need anything else. That's my doctor, my primary. Good afternoon, Mr. Simon. Please call our clinic and schedule a telephone visit with me. I did call the clinic. I have not heard back. And this was at that day. I was waiting a call back because I, uh, it went straight to a message machine. My medicine is still not have arrived. It is so messed up. I don't know what else to do. Uh, I was told by the pharmacy that it was processed in 24 hours and still nothing. I am three days out now. I'm not taking it. And I'm wow. getting teary-eyed because I'm so mad. I'm more mad than I am anything else. Three days? And three days I was out of that medicine. Okay. And the pharmacy told me at that time it is on the way. And then please have Dr. Shaw call me at 936. I gave him my phone number, blah, blah, blah. Nothing. I heard nothing. I called the neurologist. Same thing. Please give me a call. I heard nothing. That Saturday, I was cutting hair. And I kid you not, out of nowhere, I just lost it. My head just went nuts. And that morning when I woke up, I felt weird. I mean, my head was spinning. It was like 100 miles an hour. And you know me, John. <laughs> my head doesn't need to go 100 miles an hour. It already does. So at that time, uh, but it was probably about 9.30, and I was in the back room. And, man, I was just bawling my head off. My dad's like, look, something's going on. Maybe after your last customer, don't mark anybody else and, and, and go home. Man, while I was cutting hair, John, I kid you not, I was bawling my eyes out. And all my customers were like, man, what is going on? And I told him, I said, look, they gave me some new medication. I'm still not over the Cymbalta. I'm still trying to get used to this medication. I ran out. I can't get it. So I went back to the back room. I'd probably say now it's about 10, 10 o'clock. I took a small break and I called the pharmacy. I said, look, something needs to be done. My doctors ain't calling me. I don't know what to do. So now we're going to get into what the pharmacy says. That day, that Saturday, don't bother coming to Houston. We're not going to fill it. You're going to have to wait till Monday. Oh, boy. And I said, you can look at the computer and see it was never sent. And this is what makes me angry is because every veteran out there we that has gone through this is goes more than, than what I did. I'm not a depressed person, but this medicine has totally screwed up my head. So at 11 o'clock, I did my last customer, and I barely got through it. I, I didn't even tell anybody. I walked out that door. My mom was calling me at that time and making sure. They're like, I don't think you should be driving. I'm like, I'm fine. But let me tell y'all, 
the things that ran through my head was unbelievable. I mean, it, it was stuff I never thought about. I get to the house, my car, my wife's car's running, doors are open. I get out of my truck, I get in her car, and she says, let's call the crisis helpline. And let me tell everybody, if you have never called the crisis helpline, and you have ever had the thoughts that I have, you're crazy. Did the they crisis, help you, Kevin? Let me tell you something. That lady, let me tell you what she did for me, John. And have you ever had to call the crisis helpline? I haven't. I ha I've thought about it, but I haven't done it. I, I, I will tell each and every person out there what, the, what this lady did for me in the crisis helpline. She came, she called me uh, after I called her. She had everything set up. She was alerting the doctors at the Houston VA. And she was telling them, I mean, I told them word for word what was going on, everything. And the, this lady that didn't even know me cared. She was like, we know this has happened before all this stuff that you're going through everything and she sat there and talked me down to where my head was calming down and she was like we're going to get you the help once you get there the mental health team's going to meet you and everything will be okay if you need me call back by then we were almost there so this is where the funny part comes in so i get there and um, the the lady was like, um, the the lady was um, I, I don't know the front desk. I don't know, the receptionist. Right. I, I as soon as I said my name, the triage nurse came around the corner, and she's like, "Mr. Simon, you come with me." And me and my wife walked back there. She sat down. She took my blood pressure. She's like, what is going on? And I gave her, you know how you got to do your last four. I did my last four. Yeah. And she's looking through, through the charts. And she's like, what the hell? She was like, how can this be messed up? She saw every bit of the messages going back and forth between me and my doctors. And so she was like, we're going to get you help. We're going to get you this medicine. Uh, you, you know, but at that time, my head was so screwed. I, I didn't know what to do. Right. You know, so we went and waited in a waiting room. The doctor, I mean, immediately <clears throat> the doctor called me back. <laughs> when I told that triage nurse that I was told not to come up here by the pharmacy, I didn't know what the triage nurse was doing while that doctor was talking to me. But the doctor's like, well, I'll get you three pills and then you can deal with this on Monday. And the whole time my wife is saying, don't get mad. Don't get angry. It ain't their fault. I can see my wife about to freaking go off on these doctors. I mean, my wife's like, what are you talking about? Three pills? What are y'all going to do for them now? That triage nurse came around that corner. She goes, bull. She said, the pharmacy's filling up your uh, the 30 pills now. You just walk down there, 
you, do you know what that is? I said, yeah. And she goes, they're there. I don't know who called you. So apparently she ripped their ass. Mm, well, good. Good. She ripped their ass. So, so you, I got, go ahead. No, I was just saying back to when you made the phone call, did you have to wait long to talk to somebody in the crisis line? No, no, okay, not good. one bit did I have to wait. Well, that's good. I mean, okay, it, 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 John, it was amazing. What, what they talked me down from was something that, that my wife was doing everything. And so uh, that she could do. And well, um, I know, I know that. Go ahead. Even even when even when I before we were live tonight, you know, we we know each other well enough and know our how we are physically and know that we're both generally pretty upbeat people. You're you're you know we're usually pretty sarcastic and joking towards one another, and we both, you know, we sh I'm not gonna because mine's different than yours, but we both had issues. Mm -hmm. But I knew that tonight, even you coming on. You know, you haven't, your body hasn't reset completely, you know, and I know you're on here because that's how you're built. You want to help other veterans and, and make sure the information out there. But I know that you're, you're not all the way there, but you, you, because again, back to how we're built, you're, you're coming. One of the things that I've heard as you're talking and, and I told you that I had to wait on meds and I try and do this, I try Okay, so how do we try and make this not happen again? I I take out when I get my prescription, whatever that is, especially if it if if you know, like for example, my my nighttime it, I get it and I take one or two pills out and I set it in a in an emergency con or emergency thing off to the side. So if I run into a situation like what you run into, right, I'll have a backup, you know. Um, but not everybody thinks about it and doesn't always happen but because of what you're experiencing you know if that's an option i mean some people might get some providers might get a little worked up like well we can't have you having extra stuff lay around well laying around is kind of a you know the providers want to protect themselves you know but <laughs> we are the ones that need you know to know things but everybody everybody listening it, it, this is going to be played on Thursday, and I hope everybody listens to what I'm about to tell them. If the VA doesn't send your medications and you call your doctors that don't help, call the crisis helpline. If your head is doing things that is never done before, never. I mean, I'm so mad, John. I'm still mad. I mean, but my head is so screwed up right now. I mean, even I, at my body is now having to get used to medicine and I'm about to run, run out again. But I have a plan. My ass will be downtown Houston this Saturday before I run out, sending that ER going, somebody better fix this shit because I'm done. I'm not playing any more games. But let me tell you what I did. And everybody who knows me out there, I am not one that believes and marijuana. I've never tried it. I've never done it until this happened.
I didn't take much of it. I took enough to work, cool my head down. I took little gummy bears. I took eight half. And it cooled me down. I didn't even get the munchies. Well, not the first day. <laughs> but <laughs> but I I took them gummies and I literally was like, holy crap. It I, it knocked me out. I slept for a long time. Really? The next okay. the next day, my head was still now I was taking that medicine, my head was starting to spin. I took a little bit bigger piece of one. Okay. Then I wanted pizza. Then I wanted chips. <laughs> then I wanted snacks. But I and I and I don't care if it's illegal in Texas. Because what they did to me, that was a better option than putting a gun to my head and shoot oh, myself yeah. in the head. Yeah. And when we were there at the hospital, and this is what pisses me off, and I know y'all can hear it in my voice. What pisses me off, what pisses me off the most is that that triage nurse even said that happens a lot to veterans. Wow. How, how, how the VA system, if it ain't going to work, then don't work it. Let us go out. Let us do what we, we have to do. And, And that's why, I mean, this is the hardest thing is somebody that can get online, talk about their problems and having depression over some he's never had depression about. I mean, right. the, the thoughts were so intense. It was like it, it, it was enhanced of stuff that it was like while I was driving my truck, I, I literally could tell you I was ready to drive off, hit a tree, smack on for what they did. Hmm. And I mean, and and John knows the frustration I have right now. And and everybody, I'm sorry, I am emotional tonight about this. But I can't be the only one going through this. So how do we solve this problem? As a community of veterans, how do we solve this problem? Well, well I have a I have a solution. Okay. I want to start a petition and it's going to be all about this shit. And I want over a million people to sign it. It will be done by next week. And I want a million people to sign that. If the VA can't get their head out of their ass and take care of their vets, but I'll put it in a more professional way. I'm just telling you my version of it in my head. Then what needs to happen is, Get out of our way and let somebody else run the VA that can freaking run it properly. That's what needs to happen. And for anybody out there that has ever called the crisis hotline, you don't have to tell me. I'll tell you what what, what I did do. The phone number I'm going to give everybody. All you have to do is dial 988 and then press 1. You can even text them at 838-255. I'm going to say it again. 988, then press 1. That number is important to everybody. Everybody out there that has a thought that they want to harm themselves or harm anybody else, but they don't mean to because it's in their head. I didn't want to harm anybody else. I just do it. I guarantee you, if I would have been 
five to six days. I don't know what if I what I don't know what I would have done. That's how messed up I was. But after three to four days after my head got straight, I called across this hotline again. I gave him my name. I gave him my last four digits of my social security. I told them that I called Saturday about about 1130 to 12 o'clock. And I wanted to personally thank the crisis hotline for saving my life. Mm. That also needs to be done. We yeah, need to I, go ahead. No, I just, I was agreeing with, I, I definitely think the provider, the, the, the people that do that sort of thing, the emergency medical personnel, um, they definitely need thank yous because you know that I've, I've, my family's needed some help. And, you know, it's important. I think that we, we thank the very people that are helping us, not just, not just, I mean, verbally is fine. I, I'm kind of a guy who's, you know, maybe go give them a nice box of chocolates or something like that. You know, if you're, if, if it's one-on-one, -on -one. but like, you, like you just said, you know, call them, let them know. Thank you. John, even, even that nurse told me, you need to get a hold of the representative in Conroe that's in charge of the doctors and the nurses. What are them people called? I don't, I don't give a shit what they're called. They ain't worth a shit to me neither. Uh, I did. I sent him an email, a text through secure messaging. I put everybody in it, everybody, every, regional, everybody in it. I told them the story. I want to tell you, this is their stupid ass response, man. And this right here should get a lot of veterans pretty pissed off. Hi, Mr. Simon. We are deeply, we deeply apologize for any inconvenience you've experienced while trying to refill your medications. We are glad to hear that you were able to have them refilled. We're looking into a better process to refill medications when calling in. We thank you for taking time to let us know your experience. We appreciate you and the service to our country. Thank you. Eric, you can kiss my ass. Yeah, that, that's just sound, that sounds like they must have a, Patience. a button they push. Yeah. Yeah. Eric can kiss my ass. Uh, they, they can all kiss my ass. Let me tell you something. Them doctors should have been put on notice. Them doctors, I mean... He couldn't look through my file and see I, I I was begging for help, begging. I was doing what I was supposed to do as a patient, as a human being. And I called the crisis hotline. I did everything I could so I wouldn't have a problem. And that's what I get. And then now I have a social worker. I have a social worker because they didn't do their damn job. Mm. I have to answer, Mr. Simon, do you have any guns in your house? I have butter knives. That's what I tell them. Mm. I say, well, I got butter knives. They, 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 nobody needs to know my damn business. Right. I, right. I, I, I didn't make my head screwed up. They did. And, and, and medication is a big deal for us. Yep. And even for people who aren't in the military. This is why it's so important. This is what 22 a day is about. These guys aren't yeah. getting the help that they need. They get kicked off to the freaking side. 
This is what Sean Lowry talks about all the time and talks people down. Well, you know what? We need to do something about it. And the VA needs to be held accountable. Yeah. Well, I, unfortunately, it, it's my opinion, of course, but I think a lot of providers, they're, they're so, and again, it's just an opinion. I think there are definitely providers out there that are just so scared to give you pills because they're afraid they're going to get sued somehow. You know, I'm like, oh, you just got to get past that. I mean. Right. You, you, you know what? I mean, I'm not, I'm not one to sue. I don't give a shit about any of that. I just, I want to live my life. I want to enjoy my kids. I'm going to enjoy my grandkids. I want to enjoy my wife. Right. But to, oh, to, each, to each and every person out there that does have a spouse and, and is married and you've ever been through this, tell them tonight, thank you. Again, tell your kids, thank you. I mean, let me tell you, when I walked through that door after that doctor's office, my son-in-law was like, are you doing okay? <laughs> and I mean, really, I didn't hear much from my kids at all. That way, they were like, we're going to leave that alone. We're going to let his ass cool down. I mean, I, I, my wife was the best thing. It, I mean, it's the best thing ever. She not was. She is. I, I'm not going to say anything past this. I said, she's the best thing. That, that that has entered my life, that right there is true love. She showed me what it was to, to see a really good human side of somebody. And yeah. I thought she was going to kill the doctor. Uh, that was the first time <laughs> I've ever seen my wife. And, and we're, we're walking out, and you know, I'm over there looking at her going, I thought you told me to be cool. And she goes, well, it's <laughs> it, it was funny. So, huh? but this topic isn't funny. I mean, no, it, I, it, it, I, go ahead. No, it gets very upsetting. And in your 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 particular scenario, um, you know, everybody's situation is a little different. And um, yes, things need to get changed. And you know, although I mentioned, you know, stick a couple back each month. Okay, <clears throat> I'm, it's it's a suggestion. It's not a fix all. The situation from having to, you know, get corrected. I'm just, I'm really happy that you got a quick response from that person because I don't know what the numbers are, but I'm going to guess you're one of the few that actually took a split second and called that number. I've never called. I've come close a couple of times, but if you're there in that dark place, a lot of people don't, you know. <clears throat> I couldn't stop crying. That's that's the one thing I didn't understand. I, and let me tell you, my wife said this. Out of all the years we've been married, she may have saw me cry a little bit for uh, maybe twice out of our whole 21 years of marriage. Yeah. And that one to two days, that's all I did. That's all I did. Uh, and I'm telling you, you can hear it in my voice. I'm so angry right now. I'm so <clears throat> mad. And, and my eyes are red. I mean, I, I, I just don't know what to do anymore. I mean, I, I don't know how to fix this situation, but I'm going to try. Everybody, I promise you, you got my word. I'm going, I'm going to try my best to try to get this fixed. If I got to go to Capitol Hill and go knock on the door, oh, yeah, it's been Capitol Hill. I'm going to tell you all about my senator, Ted Cruz. 
He can kiss my ass too. And Dan Crenshaw, congressman, he could kiss my ass too. I called them and they never called me back. I called twice. Twice I called them to tell them what was going on. I even told their one person that is in charge of the VA of Dan Crenshaw. Never got a call back. Mm. So they can kiss my ass. Y'all want to wear these pins on your little shirts and your jackets that <clears throat> the American flag. <clears throat> you want to wear them with American flag and you want to stand up there and say, we care about our veterans that damn it. You better start caring because you're about to get a very loud voice coming at your asses. I'm done. I'm fed up with them. It's time for us to straighten this shit up. And the only way we're going to do it is, is all of us stick together. One by one, I want to I, I want to help one veteran at a time. I, I mean, as much as I can, everybody. I'm doing everything I can. If you need me, you know how to get get a hold of me. But I can't say this enough. Thank you to the crisis line. Thank you to John. I want to I want to thank you know my mom and dad, and I especially one day thank my kids. And especially my, my wife for what they did. They saved my life. And with that being said, I know this was a hard topic. I, I told everybody when I sent it out, this is going to be a hard, this was a hard topic. But please, if any of y'all out there need help, call the crisis hotline. Reach out to me. Reach out to John. We will be there. And what I want to do is, is just say the number one more time. 988 and then press one. Guys, it's right there on, on the screen. Right there. It can save your life. Well, John, you got any last words? <clears throat> no, I'm just really glad you did what you did, brother. I'm glad that, um, you know, and I know that you're still struggling, but, you know, we'll get through it. This is part, I mean, this this whole thing is to help other veterans, but it helps us too, you know, and it, it helps us to understand, you know, to try and get a better grasp on things. It doesn't come overnight. It doesn't come in a day or two days. It takes some time, and I'm just glad that uh, things are working out. So, Yep. And for all y'all that have shitty doctors, ask to switch. <laughs> That's, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how we curve this problem. But <laughs> there's going to be a way. I'm telling you right now, because my ass is going to be barking really loud right now for after this. And I'm sorry for anybody that's ever gone through it. I, I am. But I want everybody to have a great night. And just remember, man, we're all there for you. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody have a great night. Thank you for listening to Go For Side Effects. If you have a story or you would like to share or just come on with any comments or questions, please email me at kevinsimon at goforsideeffects.com.